Hello and welcome to the Anodesk Podcast, broadcasting live from the last sw- last city at twitch.tv slash another destiny podcast. Uh we are one stooge fort what the one stooge short of a full movie. <laughs> I don't know. Does that work? But uh we're still gonna continue on. Cole and I are here this week and uh we're just gonna read through the twab as per usual. And then Cole's gonna be filling us in on his recent destiny experiences in terms of like the stasis changes and stuff like that that he's noticed and also um all the shit that's going on between zavala and caitlin because i don't know anything about it so he's here to teach me but first you have to listen to some music so we'll see you on the other side So, like I said, Starlight's out this week, but Cole, how are you? How was your week? All that good stuff? Not, not really a whole lot to tell. Ran a couple of raids with Kenny and some uh, some folks. We try, we're trying to get a um, raid ready for the day one for when uh, Vault of Glass drops, which I don't think we have a confirmed date for that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot was you guys were weekend. doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Getting all getting all the kinks out of it out of the way, out of the way first. Kenny's uh, Wi-Fi went down, which was no, sorry, his power went completely out, which is pretty oh. unfortunate. Uh, had a couple of people drop. One dude went to go make ice cream in the middle of it. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> as you do. Made, yeah, apparently pretty well actually, but he made his own ice cream. So there's that. Uh-huh. Uh, no, that was a lot of fun. Uh, is that is that like a secret technique to like really fully understand like the stasis subclass? probably i would i would assume so because you know deep stone crypt is pretty cold yeah uh, pretty close to cold stone creamery yeah. so <laughs> yeah that's, that's definitely deep it stone, actually deep, deep stone, stone creamery deep stone creamery yeah there we go oh that's dude vex good. milk that good, right? you could actually totally make something like, out of that like vex good, milk yeah. ice cream and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go um yeah so uh, yeah that was a lot of fun uh, other than that not really a whole lot to tell uh to tell about i i completed the um the challenges proving mission which i'll get into later yeah and uh yeah what about you what you been up to newt well a lot of this oh, i've been playing a lot of pokemon so there's that nice yeah um it's not focusing Those... for the ch- yeah. oh there it goes so I've, as chat can see a lot of stardew valley um and I've still been away from the computer quite a bit, which has been nice. But I think this is the last weekend where I'm not going to yeah. be playing Destiny. And I think this Friday I'll probably be back into it. Um, so three weeks away from it, that was it? I honestly expected you to be away longer, but that's that's fine. I, yeah, I'm yeah. still like going to try to not <laughs> play as many video game or like be in my office as often that's fair like just getting outside more basically is what i want to try to do i also uh, to help with that this week lady newt and i just went and bought some cheap cheap uh bikes from canadian tire nice Um, so yeah just bought those on friday so i used them yesterday and then i was gonna use them today and then it's the west coast so of course it's raining of course, naturally, yeah. Um, so today's a, today's a lazy Sunday for us. I've I've been sitting here. I've just been casually playing some stuff on my hunter. Just a cup of coffee. So yeah, yeah. I wish I'd been responsible and clean this morning because now I'm like, fuck. I kind of want to play some Destiny after this, but <laughs> no, you I still got to do the cleaning. So we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that's been my week. Not super exciting. Lots mm-hmm. of work and lots of Stardew Valley. <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah i do have i do have a story actually from what was it, this friday or saturday no it was friday friday evening uh destiny wise um god god damn it god so i i streamed for close to seven and a half hours on friday which i've never done before that was uh that was interesting it was a lot of fun i was also drinking uh for that so that was also a lot of fun and so a bunch of us were playing some private matches. It was myself, Tibbs, uh, my friend Ojimao, who's uh, who's a new light. 
I think Carr joined for us as well. Um, Spoodle, a friend that I know through Kenny, and uh, Ruppy, another friend I know through Kenny, and Kenny eventually also joined. But we were just playing some private matches, just kind of dicking around, and we were trying. And Kenny had dropped out for um, for a little bit because he had to go do some trial stuff. Um, and Kenny was on a thirty win streak in trials. <laughs> yeah, and. Ruppy and I, Ruppy sent one invite and I sent like maybe five invites Kenny's way. I managed to ruin Kenny's mercy token because when all, when the notifications popped up on his screen, it dropped his frame rate. And so he got killed. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't react as quickly. Ken, Kenny basically flew, not, not necessarily flew into a rage. He got kind of quiet and very he went i went oh shit and then all of a sudden i see that kenny has joined the match and i went oh fuck oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> kenny joins the opposite team and proceeds to curb stomp me into oblivion multiple times over it was it hurt man <laughs> i thought our 1v1 was bad but holy christ it was bad like i that yeah that, that was brutal also, he's saying that I that I shouldn't set the respawn timer at five seconds next time, which is true because every time he killed me, he would rapidly teabag on my position. Right, and then <laughs> rotate to the next spawn area by the time you're respawning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, like in our one v one, he he was using stasis on me, uh, and so he would like freeze with stasis, teabag his way over to me, and then kill me. And that was before the stasis nerf. So, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was a it was a it was a turn to God moment for sure. Yeah. Sounds like an eventful Friday. Oh, it was. But yeah, that, that was uh, that was my weekend for sure. Yeah, Just getting curb stomped and then running some raids <laughs> with the dude that curb stomped me. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good time. All right. Well, it feels a little weird to not be turning to the third person to discuss their week. But I know, right? Um, I guess we're ready to go to the TWAB now? <laughs> yeah, might as well. Shit. Huh. Uh, I feel <laughs> uncomfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> This week at Bungie, it's diplomacy or death. Zavala has issued a challenge to Ka to Caitlyn. You have been chosen to represent the Vanguard. I almost mispronounced her name there. You have been chosen yeah, to represent the Vanguard in battle against the champion of the Cabal in a rite of proving you are victorious. This could be sorry. This this could to bring an end to the this could bring an end to the recent conflicts in, yeah. in Nessus. If you fail, Caitlyn fills a seat on her war council council in the form of Bracus Zavala. Head to the helm for your quest and gear up for a fight to remember. The strike was pretty fantastic, I'm not gonna lie. It yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I can't wait to keep running it. And it's like actually new, right? Like it's not a uh taking an area that we've already been and then just like putting a strike in it, I think, right? It's like an entirely new area. Yeah, basically, it's like the start of it is the uh, is the Ness's battlegrounds, and yeah. then you uh, you hop into the tank itself. Yeah. Okay. Um, this week kicked off not only with the new proving ground strike, but a round of stasis tuning <clears throat> nerfs for the Crucible, mm -hmm. except for Shadebinder actually got some buffs, I believe. Many of yeah. you have been spending time testing out the changes and readjusting your strategies. Uh, Warlocks have also been taking have also been taking Mantle of Battle Harmony for a spin in, in the Iron Banner, as its exotic perk now functions in Crucible Combat. If you haven't read up on the patch notes for from Tuesday's Hotfix, check them out now. Uh, like, oh. if, you, if, if you haven't read those uh, those patches on to what they're doing to Stasis, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Come on. Yeah, Go I read. don't remember. I didn't read that one about um, the Warlock Exotic, though. I don't know anything about that. Uh, oh yeah, no, there's an issue with it not working in PvP for some reason. Right. I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, it works now. So. But it's Warlock, so it doesn't really matter anyways. Um, <laughs> also... Well, we actually have a second Warlock in our clan now, so there's that. Oh, that's true. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay. How have you felt... Have you, mm -hmm. I like, I know your stasis experience, especially in PvP, has been kind of short, but have you noticed any differences? Uh, yes. I, I got, what, what happened to me? I got bonked out of my super pretty hard. So that was when I was running my behemoth. Uh, that, that dropped from 60% resilient, um, was it 60% um, resistance to 50% resistance that they did? It's actually noticeable. Like, yeah. I got taken out of my super a lot faster than I expected. Also, uh, the Duskfield grenades 
definitely don't pull you in anywhere near as much as you'd expect so it's easier to work around them that's good uh it's movement seems to be getting a little bit back more towards normal whereas it, everything felt really um like it, it would stagnate your your progress almost immediately if you ran up against somebody with stasis but now if you're running one of the light subclasses or a stasis as well you have a chance to kind of work around it it's it's a nice change i really think they, they did the change well that's good so like matches are kind of flowing a bit more smoothly now absolutely yeah and uh like like the mercies sometimes aren't as uh aren't as brutal in casual matches but i mean right now it's iron banner so that iron banner has been very swingy and they uh they actually uh did some stuff to iron banner and the matchmaking so we'll yeah. get into that later on in the 12 yeah so they also had the lobby balancing act um in june of 2020 we made some changes to remove skill-based matchmaking from all playlists except for survival which i still think was a positive mm -hmm. move uh i, agree. I remember like, in, in the long run i agree with that yeah i remember Im immediately enjoying crucible so much more after that <laughs> yeah um since the change we've been monitoring player feedback watching data and getting some hands on in the crucible to see how games felt with connection-based matchmaking prioritized the mm. common feedback item has concerned concerned lobby balancing and how we distribute players among fire teams within a crucible match starting today we'll be testing out some changes to how players are split between teams um once a match has been formed specifically and they're trying this out in iron banner and iron banner freelance um which is smart i think to drop it into iron banner first because that's like a oh. temporary thing anyways exactly like it's it, it and then it goes the, the mode itself works intrinsically as a testing field yeah yeah because yeah like it's, it, it's gonna go away yeah, in a week exactly. so if it's all fucked up not the end of the world whereas if it's in yeah. crucible it kind of sucks because you know maybe it's gonna take yeah. them longer to revert those than if it was an exactly banner. yeah um to give us some give us do <laughs> To give a simple explanation of the change, our current algorithm tries to make the average skill level even between the teams, which can lead to lopsided teams depending on the skill range of everyone put in the match. Mm -hmm. With the changes being deployed today, we're updating our Crucible Lobby Balancer to balance teams with a modified algorithm which can be compared to Schoolyard Pick or Snake Draft. Mm -hmm. This will attempt to place the best player on Team 1, second best player on Team 2, Third best player on team two, fourth best player on team one, and so on. So it drops, it hops back and forth between teams when it's dividing um, players based on skill. Yeah. Um, as a note, we are making no changes to matchmaking. This is specifically a change to how players are divided among teams once a match has been formed. There's no like, you know, when the the game is searching the the world. Or whatever mm -hmm. the region for players is not picking a bunch of players with the same skill level it's just grabbing a bunch of people at random throwing them together and then it goes through the skill levels and separates them exactly so yeah. you'll have you know you won't have a bunch of blueberries up against a bunch of gods sweat lords yeah <laughs> um which does but you also won't have the situation that we had before with skill base where it was just either a fucking sweat fest or everyone kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair, like the one where everyone kind of sucked, if you're at that level was fun because you could just kind of dick around. But yeah, it, it was, it was when you had the, like the, um the new lights going up against the sweat Lords. It's just like, stop, stop. They're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> just don't. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Not a lot to talk about, although very light. Bob. Yeah. yeah. Although I think that's pretty big. I think that's going to, in theory, the lobby balance, the new lobby balancing sounds great. Yeah, should be fine. We'll see how it all actually plays out. Could be one of those things where it has unintended consequences that we didn't. Yeah. But that, I mean, that comes with any testing in any video game. So, yeah. and the fact that Bungie is working like towards games as a service, it's all, there's always going to be stuff that's going to be <clears throat> changing and switching in and out. <clears throat> yeah. Um. All right. I think you're right. I think this is going to be a short podcast. This is going to be a very short episode. We're only 20 minutes in. God, how do we pad an episode? Yeah. Starlight. Stretch. <laughs> Stretch it out. <laughs> um, but. Oh, just. 
this is actually an interesting dynamic How's where that? now that I'm not playing the game, I am forced to come to you <laughs> to find out what's yeah. going on in the story. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess I could read about it on my own, but that's far too much work. So God, like it sounds like you're echoing log right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't read the, the lore because I've got you. Yeah. Like, God damn it. So I would love it if you could explain to me because I I like I keep hearing like Brack is Zavala and yada yada and I like yeah. what the fuck is going on? I was like at first I thought oh he is part of her war council and I was like oh I guess that's the good outcome but now it seems like we're trying to stop that from happening so now I'm confused again. Yeah so. When the, when this week started, we basically uh, sorry I'm just turning I'm just grabbing a bunch of upgrade modules right now because I really need them. All right. um, when this week started, uh, it was from the week before. Okay, I'm actually gonna go go to orbit, so I'm not actually focused on the game here. <laughs> that would probably be ideal. Probably, yeah. Can't believe you playing uh, video those... games on our podcast while we're doing our podcast. Yeah, well, I swear to God, you better put your Stardew Valley down right now, boy. <laughs> <clears throat> So what what ended up happening last week was Zavala, Osiris, and Saladin came to a conclusion with Saladin very much voicing his displeasure of it that instead of fighting a bloody bloody battle uh, between the two sides with the Cabal and humanity and losing lives on across the board on either side, Zavala would instead challenge Kaedal to um, trial by combat, basically. And we, Zavala and Kaedal, instead of fighting each other, would get to choose their champions. Oh. So Kayato <laughs> chooses, yeah, yeah. Yo, so we won. <laughs> oh yeah, we won. We we smacked that champion around. <laughs> it's also it's also pretty unfair because we do it in a strike. So it's like Kayato has the one person, but then Zavala sends three guardians in to take this one guy. It's like mm, kind of but feels we're, like cheating. But we're in their but, territory, and they're throwing yeah. a bunch of enemies at us. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see. When it when it when it swings around to a nightfall, I'll probably load in heroic and try and do it on my own to see if that was actually possible. But anyway, I'm getting away from the point here. So we run in there, and uh, let me see if I can look up this guy's name. The boss. I, yeah, the boss. I want to get this Ignovan, chosen of Kayadal. That was his name. And so Ignovan, um, he's actually mentioned in the Threaded Needle lore tab, I believe. But I'm. Um, it's basically him trying to deal with the fact that he, as Kyle's chosen, is going up against uh, humanity's chosen, which l- they literally cannot die. So he's yeah. just like, well, okay, here we go. If they don't fear death, then neither should I. So he goes into it very valiantly. Ultimately, we, we stomp him. And so the terms of the of the battle were if Kyle's side won, if our guardian was smacked down, then humanity would be folded into the cabal empire nothing would really change for us it's just we would be under uh Kyle's rule and zavala would be uh lifted onto her security council as a bracus so he would be bracus zavala and he sees and he says it as he's a um a, just a glorified prisoner of war basically right which it depends on how you look at it the way i see things Kyle is actually offering a very reasonable way out for humanity in all of this because ultimately she just wants survival for her people and that's what that is and so the terms on the zavala side of things were if humanity won then kyadol and her forces would leave earth never to step on earth ever again uh and i believe they would have to leave nessus as well um no no it was just earth so they they could they could dick around on the other planets if they wanted to but uh zavala just didn't want them on earth basically and so we end up smacking her uh her champion down and we win, so we win our terms of the agreement. And afterwards in the helm, you hear a... Um, okay, so after that happens, a uh, a cutscene starts. And what it is, basically, it's uh, Kaidal and Zavala... Kaidal with her bodyguards and Zavala with his bodyguard, uh, Crow. And a scion is opening up a uh, like a cabal chest in between them, and he brings Kaidal her gilded knife, and she says, let our blood spilled today be the last blood spilled. Let this ground now be hallowed. And so she cuts her palm with the uh, with the knife and drains it drains her blood onto the ground. Spoilers so coming scion... up, by the way. Sorry? Spoilers coming up, by the way. Oh, yes. Definitely some spoilers coming up, but I mean, yeah. And 
the uh, the scion then takes the knife from Kaiadal and starts walking towards Zavala with it, and then it cuts to a scene of a of another scion with a with a modified scion sniper rifle up in the in the rocks, and it's it's you see the crosshairs level on Zavala's head, and then it turns to Zavala's ghost and it, he shoots Zavala's ghost with this um, light uh, light capturing device, very similar to what Gull used on the Traveler back in the Red War. So when the ghost gets hit by this. Um, it disables the ghost, and you see Zavala's light leave him. And the scion then, carrying the the knife, uh, gets really excited and starts to run towards him and goes to take Zavala out, but Crow puts himself in between Zavala and the scion. Crow's uh, mask gets knocked off, and the scion's going to get up, and then Kyle grabs the scion, brings him up above the uh, above, up above her head, and smashes him down on the ground. If it weren't rate of T for teen, she would have like snapped his back over her over her knee. I, that's stuff. what I thought was going to happen too. I was like, oh, here comes like the back break over the knee. <laughs> I wish they had gone with that, but because it is rated T for teen, they couldn't exactly do it. So I'm like, ah, he's knocked out. Yeah. But, but watching like Kyle like immediately turns to Zavala and says, "I didn't order this." And she turns to her two bodyguards and says, "Find whoever uh, took out. Um, find whoever tried to take the shot. Yeah, uh, it, they will know who organized this." And it's like, "Oh fuck!" Like he was so close. Zavala was so close to getting taken out there. Uh, and yeah, and so in the, when we're in the helm, we hear a transmission from Kylo saying to all forces of the Cabal Empire. Um, Today we chose honor and glory over self, self pride or something, something along those lines, and she says uh, we will agree to back off of Earth. But uh, a couple of people within our, without our, our army, chose their own glory, and she's saying that the a couple of scions tried to go back on our agreement and shoot Zavala, and she says uh, traitors will not be tolerated in our empire, and you just hear a gunshot go off, it's like, oh, okay, so she just executed so she had caught the scion, and so she just executed the scion right. on like live camera, basically <laughs> so she has now she's going to now start an, an investigation within her own forces to find out who is in charge of this but if you remember to last episode, we already know who's in charge, it was um... Well, ultimately, it runs up the ladder to Amtec. Uh, so it was a couple of scions working for Amtec, and uh, we don't know if Amtec is still alive or not. But yeah, the scions have their own agenda. The scions are working. I I think that would actually be like a really fun story twist slash re- slash reveal. Is yeah. if suddenly Amtec is back as yeah, like some she's, kind of yeah. boss or something like that? Because she's the one that launched the Almighty at us. So that yeah. would be really cool to see. But what I what I love about this entire thing is this season has been perfect storytelling from Bungie's point of view. Yeah. They have created a perfect beginning where, you know, Kyle shows up. Uh, she's trying to work for the survival of the Cabal. Uh, we have a nice little middle where uh, the first assassination attempt on Zavala uh, happened. And then we have an end here where Zavala, where we beat Kyle's champion and, humanity gets to live free uh one last thing i forgot to mention in the cutscene though is so crow oh, survived yeah. Yeah. so uh zavala turn like crow's head is like facing down towards the ground zavala goes like are you all right like genuinely concerned for him crow turns around his mask is shattered and he goes i'm alive and it's clearly Aldrin Sov's face you see zavala his face sets for a second and then he reaches his hand out to help crow up Right, and it's it's a perfect mirror image. Uh, like they 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 give you a side profile shot of of Crow on the ground as Zavala reaching to help him up. It's a perfect mirror image of when Aldrin Sov had Cade on his back and he was about to shoot him with the last word. Yeah, it's a beautiful symmetry. Symmetry, excuse me, uh, symmetry of imagery there, and it it's gorgeous storytelling. Symmetry of imagery sounds like a great band name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm a massive fan of this, and it's revealed that Osiris obviously already knew who Crow was, and Ikora also already knew, which I called. So, uh, and we knew, and so Zavala was actually pissed at us. He says, "Oh, uh, really?" He says, "Trust will win us this war, and we need to trust each other." And Zavala is saying, "Like you should have told me about this. You right. should have told me who he was, That's and not funny. kept things in the dark." And so he's basically saying, "No more secrets between us." And I'm like, oh, "It's like shit. Okay, so this is." This is cool. So now we have uh, an uneasy. Well, we have a ceasefire with Kaido, basically. 
right. between her and her forces. So and are they going to like take off now? I guess or not exactly. It, basically, it's uh, the way they're working around it is that there are forces that uh, within Kaido's empire that don't want to stop this crusade, and they're going to be acting of their own accord. Basically, right. but official order is withdraw from Earth. Don't attack humanity. And so, if we do encounter any cabal in the field, it'll be cabal working on under their own. Under the, under their own orders, and I assume we'll have some rogue commander pop up at some point. But yeah, yeah. it's been a great season, and we're still a little ways off from finishing the season, so we still have more story to go. And I really, I really want to see where they go with it. And Herb's right; the story they've built is so damn good, so damn good. I suddenly just got so excited for Zevia Wrath, though. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know why. I was just like here's here's like the the series of steps my brain took to get to this thought because you were th saying like we'll have like some cabal leader pop up and we'll probably have to like take them out or something like that you know in the future <laughs> and that just reminded me of when we took out oryx and um leaders kept stepping up stepping up to try to fill that role once mm -hmm. he was he was gone and we would keep having to go and hunt them down and then I just was like, fuck, I missed that story of the Taken King. Exactly, so yeah. I really hope that they bring a lot of that atmosphere back with Zivu Arath. Obviously with, you know, different, a bit different because of, uh, oh, of course, yeah. you know, she's the god of war and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But just that general atmosphere was so good. Yeah. I'm excited for when we finally fight Zivu's army because she is credited for credited for destroying Tor Battle. Or not necessarily destroying the planet itself, but for actually like defeating the Cabal on their home planet, which you can only assume is gonna be a uh, is gonna be like a, a war a fortress planet. Very similar to what Reach was like in the Halo universe. And the Covenant invaded Reach, our home planet, the home of the Spartans, and you know, we all know what happened there. So That would be like a yeah. 40k story <laughs> the yeah, cabal it's, it's versus zebra wrath <laughs> it feels very 40k yeah like a bunch of space marines versus terranids or something yeah this yeah unstoppable wave yeah one thing i am just i think i mentioned this to you at work um i one thing i'm really hoping that they show in game it are uh zebra wrath's war moves and my personal running headcanon my theory is that so we've got the is that she's going to turn our Luna into a war moon because we've already got the red keep on there. Uh, we've delved deep into the depths of the moon to the, um, to where the, like the underground city, the necropolis was. So clearly like the moon is just um, honeycombed with yeah. hive architecture and it's got the hell mouth and everything. So it's, it's imagery is pretty perfect for being a war moon. Uh, and, and I really hope that's what happens. And so if they want to retire the moon to some degree or, pull this version of the moon out of the game files and put a new version in i think yeah. that's how they, they can do it story-wise that would be very cool mm -hmm. yeah so what are you excited for uh for for the upcoming story uh like zivu wrath zivu wrath and just like what would you like to see leading up to the witch queen well yeah what's that do we know anything about like the upcoming seasons not the size i think we've still got like 40 days left in this season yeah, I can check that. I mean, that's a big question. When does when does and when does which? How many more seasons until Witch Queen? Two more. I think it's two more seasons till Witch Queen. Witch Queen drops, because there's obviously four seasons in. In a year, uh -huh. and we we had Beyond Light like six months ago at this point. So, um, hmm, it's a good question. I feel like if I was more involved with Destiny right now, I would I'd be able to say something off the oh. I'd love to, like, not even necessarily a conclusion, but, like, maybe a new chapter in the story of the Dreaming City. I knew I knew that's where you were going to go with it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not even, like, obviously, like, I'm a big fan of, like, everything Forsaken, just because it's got that, that Lord of the Rings vibe to it, but... Space Rivendell, yeah, yeah, But yeah. it also, it's just like, come on, can we please <laughs> end this story? <laughs> Like it's been yeah. waiting so long to be finished. Um, I, I feel like, like in that regard, I think they're waiting to bring uh, 
Marasov back into the fold as a gigantic like story point. Yeah, like, like the end of one chapter will maybe show her army starting to to arrive, and the Witch Queen will probably pop start with Marasov showing up. I definitely suspect as well that the remaining Awoken in the distributary are going to be re- released at some point. Uh, or, yeah, I keep, or at least I like really it. hope. Really yeah. hope. Especially because like time's been going much faster for them. So that's they're like really super good. fucking yeah. advanced at this point. I think that's something that nobody's been talking about lately either, is that there are still Awoken left in the distributor. And I know we, we've talked about it in previous episodes. But it is so fascinating to think about, and I just keep forgetting that they're there because we think that the Dreaming City is the home of the Awoken, which to a certain degree it is. But because the Dreaming City isn't in the distributary, is it? No, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's like just a. I I always assume that when like it, when you're in the Dreaming City, and you look up and you see that like bright purple yeah. hue in the sky. I'm assuming that's like kind of where the entrance to the distributary is, but I don't really know if that is what it is. That's yeah. just my thought. Um, well, because the Dreaming City is technically in the Tangled Shore, right? Like it's just off of the Tangled Shore, so it is so, on yeah. our plane. Yeah, it's in, on our plane of existence. Yeah. So. That's one thing to keep in mind as well. It's like uh, we didn't go into a pocket dimension. The distributary is the pocket dimension. Yeah. And like Newt mentioned, uh, time passes much faster in there. Yeah. So, Which is why Zavathun wants to gain access to it. So she can exactly. build an even more advanced murder battery mm-hmm. than the uh, currently looping Dreaming City. Um, I also... So there's, uh, there's 43 days. 43 days left in the... Uh, in this season so that's uh that's a lot of this time for- yeah there's a lot of story to cover in <laughs> a month and a bit like holy shit what else what else can they tell if this is the halfway point for the season then like holy mm. yeah i mean i'm sure like the last quarter at least of the season is gonna be the usual dry spell of content where everybody's kind of just sitting around yeah. waiting for the next season i also really do hope that the vines on the uh, glycon are the next yeah. darkness power. Is <laughs> starlight and I are uh, starlight? Uh, excuse me, starlight and I are all over that. Like we really want that to be the to be a thing. Yeah, I think that would be so cool, so so cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of almost, I almost think of it like give it a bit of a Spider-Man vibe almost. <laughs> oh, like with the um, like with the vines, like shooting them out and stuff like that. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, that would be. Yeah, that's a good point. Like how, in like instead of creating it from like the darkness, we would actually like manifest it from our body ourselves. Yeah, maybe? and like, yeah. What if you like you could shoot it across the map and like like at a certain distance, like say ten meters. Yeah. Stick onto a rock and like pull yourself towards that is like a kind of like a hunter dodge of sorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that oh be fuck, so that'd cool. be dope. <laughs> <laughs> that would offer Bungie <laughs> hire me. Yeah, bun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm looking at the roadmap right now. They don't offer a whole lot. They're just broad strokes. So Herbivore and chat. Marl will show up like the ghost army from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> or all the heroes are trading like an endgame. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like the Lord of the Rings one. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Yeah, it's just, oh my god, can you imagine that? Mara and... Um... Uh, Mara and Sir Ido just show up, just walking towards us on a battlefield. It's like, yeah. oh shit, look who's here. And then her arm just blinks into existence behind them. Oh. I don't think it would be against Zivu. No. I think it's it would be, be against, against Savathun, yeah. Uh-huh. So March 30th, which is two days from now, uh, uh-huh. the Proven Ground Strike enters the plays for all players, and it also enters the Nightfall rotation. The next uh, point we have after that is April 13th is the next Iron Banner after the current one. April 20th to May 9th is the Guardian Games. And then the Guardian Games closing ceremonies on May 7th to 9th. So that's all we have. People are speculating. Now, this is this is not true. Like, like there's there's nothing confirmed <laughs> about this in the slightest. It's all speculation. But there's a lot of people are thinking that um, Sparrow Racing will return for the Guardian Games. Or at least for the closing ceremony, maybe. Um but we'll see how that goes because a lot because the seasonal armor for Guardian Games is very um, like racing suit yeah yeah so we'll see I don't know so, there's just a like this season has just been very very promising lately and it's like it's story arc has been perfect yeah not perfect but 
it's been damn good but kyatl's character development over this last season has been amazing like she is very clearly um a noble person and she very clearly cares about uh like honor among among uh fighters because yeah. she immediately turns to Vala and says, I didn't order this. Like, I'm not trying to assassinate you. I want this piece. And she wants the survival of her people above anything else. Yeah, I really feel like she's done a very good job of keeping both sides happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, kind of walking that tightrope. Exactly, yeah. Because she, she's currently in the process of changing how her people act and think as, like, culturally. Because i think it was it's it's being hinted at that the cabal weren't always a warfaring race like this but um Umunarath was um yeah i think it's Umunarath. sure is it Umunarath? let me just look that up really quickly she was kyatl's uh, uh hey i got a couple of questions for you by the way after you look those up oh it is Umunarath. wow that is just <laughs> that's funny that's actually uh I never even realized how close her name is to Zebra Wrath. It's like, wow, that's so that's so obvious. Because <laughs> Muna Wrath fell to Zebra Wrath's influence or Savathun's influence rather, and she started like messing around with the hive, and she was Savathun's uh, uh, mentor. Right. Not Savathun, God, right? She was Kyadel's mentor, and so she's the one that uh, like got Wrathborn essentially. And Kyle put her down, and that's what opened the the floodgate for Zevira Wrath's armies to show up on tour battle. So I think that the Cabal have been under the the Hive's influence for quite a while, and especially Zevira Wrath's influence for quite a while. And like I said, Kyle is currently in the process of changing the the way they act culturally. So instead of being completely warmongering and fighting to the last soldier, she's actually saying that there's uh, there's value in tactical retreat and actually surviving to live another day. Which is very similar to what Callus was doing. Callus has been seen as a uh, as a mad emperor, as somebody who was soft and um, opulent, uh, to use a word. But people are now starting to think that Ky that um, Callus wasn't as stupid as he thought, and maybe he actually saw what was happening to the uh, to the cabal uh... instead of actively trying to stop it, which would incite a war with the hive. He was trying to use his wealth and use his power to turn the cabal away from war and towards a more enlightened quote-unquote race yeah if that makes any sense so like uh instead so to put it in 40k terms he was turning them more towards the um uh side of slanesh as opposed to the side of corn <laughs> so like kind of turning them to appreciate the finer things in life as yeah. opposed to battles yeah yeah and as much as Kyadal says that she's not like her father, she actually mirrors his footsteps quite a bit, which is fun funny to see. But she's more competent. So, anyway, so you had a couple of questions. Yeah, this has literally nothing to do with Destiny. Um, oh. <laughs> I was just oh. scrolling through the Stardew Valley um, <laughs> okay. Twitch page to like, I was like, oh, baby, like, we don't really have any viewers, but except for Herbivore because he's a bro and he hangs around. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You know, that was a very nice me. I just assumed someone's gender. Um, but oh, <laughs> I uh, but um, so I was looking through the Twitch page for Stardew Valley and to look for someone to host into, and mm -hmm. so the I just started seeing like there's a bunch of like VTubers in it. I was like, what are your thoughts on VTubers? <laughs> what what's a VTuber? Oh, you don't know what a VTuber is? So is that like virtual YouTube? Wait. Yeah, well, it's it's not YouTube. It's a virtual streamer, right? So they oh. have like the avatar. Oh. Usually, like it's usually an anime oh. girl. <laughs> yes, yes, I have heard heard of this uh, method of streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just curious yeah. what your thought on it on it is. Um, it's definitely a foreign concept to me. I don't, I can't, I've, I've got exactly zero experience on the subject. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's, it's in, uh, it's different for sure. And it's, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? I it's some really nice ingenuity, like being able to. Yeah. It is a very clever yeah, thing to do. It's like very, yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always find it such like, 
I think because I started listening to Gorillaz when I was quite young. And Gorillaz is a virtual band. Same with, like... I guess they are, yeah. With Metalocalypse. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, oh, yeah. something about, like, someone creating this music, but then pretending that there's actually, like, <laughs> several characters that are actually the band members that create the music. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's pretty interesting to me. Um, it, yeah, I, I kind of like it. Yeah. Oh, I think ADA is very similar to that. Sorry? Is TD- ADA similar to that? Uh, in a sense, yeah. I, I Yeah, it's kind of similar. It's not that, like... Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That's pretty much the same thing as, like, um, gorillas. <laughs> like, like Herbivore says in chat, um... A lot of them are shy and rather not show their faces, which is yeah. Uh, like, yeah, that's totally fair. And I think that it's really cool that there's a way for them to like have a personality shown exactly. on the stream yeah. whilst also keeping their privacy. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's a fantastic way. Like if you are a very shy person, but you do want to get into the streaming uh, side of things. Yeah. VTube is, VTubing is a really, really good way of going about it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's neat. And honestly, like more power to them. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, okay. So. My other question for you. Yeah. So another round of Kiss Mary Kill, but this one is much, much harder. It's okay. not it's not memeish like the other one was. Um <laughs> okay. the Halo franchise, the oh. Destiny franchise, or the Call of Duty franchise? <laughs> Kill Call of Duty franchise. Um One night stand with the Halo franchise, marry Destiny. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of instead of Call of Duty, throwing in Pokemon. But that'd be oh, too man. cruel. <laughs> that is too cruel. Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm um, gonna I'm throw glad, Pokemon in with Duty. a different one later. I'll bring yeah. it up again. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the same thing so- I would do. But we're only we're only forty six minutes in, so that's okay. I'm down to to call it there. Well, I've got one more question for you. Okay. What are your opinions on the? Oh, have we already covered this? Shit, shit. We'll say uh, it, and then I'll. What are what's your opinion on the um, hypothetical season of the plague that's been going around? Oh, I mean, yeah, fucking, let's do it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't really looked at like i know there's like really amazing artwork and stuff like this that that people are putting wow. out gorgeous artwork um but i haven't really looked into it too much um mm-hmm. i mean i'd love that i yep. don't yep. i don't think i would want them to like cancel whatever like I don't want them to like succumb to pressure and be like, okay, two seasons. Not that they would, but like, yeah. they would be like, okay, two seasons from now, season of the plague. And then, like, I feel like it's just going to throw off the story beat. Like, I really feel like they finally yeah. have like a storyline that they have in mind and they're going for it and following through. And they've got like their, <laughs> their stepping stones yeah. all laid out in front of them. But yeah. yeah, one day, that'd be, I would love for Steve to come back. Oh, absolutely. Obviously, I wanted want to come back as a tool instead of as a as a villain, because at its core, Sivo is a a building block. Like it's made to create uh, things. <laughs> uh, it's it's made to create because it's a nanite technology, and nanite technology is at its core like one of the most quintessential sci fi things out there. And I I would just love them to yeah explore that more i mean i'd be down for it being both in the sense of like have it come back in a a, a villain role quote unquote yeah and we have to like somehow kind of reset it and format it to it. become a tool for yeah. us instead of you know this rogue mm-hmm. code pretty much that's just yeah what is that's it a good point enhance no consume enhance uh, replicate consume enhance replicate so that was the what that was like the last uh command that Rasputin gave it when he uh 
when he unleashed it upon the iron lords so yeah but herb right that it, it does open up a, a bit of a can of worms for people who are expecting a lot from it and uh they could be let down yeah if they, if they if they hype it up too much which is what any game franchise does well not franchise excuse me what any fan base does especially the destiny fan base yeah we have got such a bad reputation of hyping ourselves up and being like no this isn't what i wanted yeah no 100 percent so, like enjoy it but you should in no way expect bungie to <laughs> exactly to suddenly drop all their plans and create this for you no, not in the slightest basically what i'm what i'm saying here is in any capacity i would love to see siva make a return yeah whether that be like as a small story beat or as a uh, like an entire um season yeah i'd be down that, that would that would make me a happy boy i feel like a season would be a good chunk of time yeah. like i don't think i would want it to be like the hidden like the glycon mission a presage mission that yeah. that's a little too short in mm-hmm. my my opinion yeah for, like for how season, much potential it has yeah. yeah but i feel like a season would be good a full dlc that's a bit much. yeah too much like back in the day it was fine for rise of iron but now that like with bungie's new system of doing things i think a full dlc would be too much that's what i'm thinking as well and i think it would be people would tr- would call them out on like repeating what they did in the past a big quotation marks there yeah um yeah herbivore says makes sense for after witch queen which i think is also true because exactly, yeah. like see or siva queen <laughs> no <laughs> siva. what siva queen <laughs> is what, oh god that's what i was about to say i feel like witch queen is going to be this grand crescendo so i feel like siva would be like it's a good solid story beat to like have after that you know like so everybody's not yeah. like standing around like what's the next thing like they're gonna need something to fill that 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 gaping yeah. hole if if the witch queen is building up to be because i think bungie said that the witch queen is where they're where they're going to be hitting their stride and that's what all this entire year is building up to and so if if it's what i think it's going to be i think siva would be a really good way to say okay we need to we need something new to defend ourselves we need to go to turn to some extreme measures to be able to defend the the people of the last city what if we like um brought siva back online yeah. what if we talked to rasputin what if we because now that rasputin is on our side he's changed his ways ever since uh season of the worthy and also the, the fact that he's a fucking engram right now yeah it's also <laughs> it's a great like filler story because mm-hmm. it's already a story that's been opened. It's not like they're going to have to open a new story and then leave yeah. something else included. So you'd be closing the story. Like, yeah. So you don't need to worry about it having an effect later down the road. You'd be <sighs> like, what's the season? Oh, I don't know. We don't really have anything. Uh, Siva. Okay. We're going to conclude yeah. the story of Siva. And then... Like, if we could if we could close the story by having it as a, like a, a set-in-stone concept in the game that we use to our advantage, then boom. Then yeah. That's the story of Siva complete. We fought it during the Rise of Iron, and we brought it back under control to fight the Witch Queen. Yeah. Again, this is all speculation, folks. Yeah. But I love stuff. <laughs> this stuff. So, yeah. Take it for what you will. Yeah. But we would love to hear your thoughts on Siva, especially you, Herb. I know you're in the chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Herb says, yeah, he, Siva makes sense for after Witch Queen. So, yeah. It's been, I don't know, Destiny's been really good lately. I mean, it's in a really good place. I'm happy with it. Yeah, um, the new perks have been kind of wonky, but that's fine. Pardon me. Some of the new perks have been kind of wonky, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, what? Per- how do you mean? What's the, um last? Is it the lasting impression perk for rocket launchers? Oh, I don't know. I don't like it. No? The one where it explodes after after a delay. Like, yeah, it's funny in concept, but doesn't it do like a increased amount of damage? I don't think it does. I feel like I, I'm pretty sure it says that literally, like right in the the. I mean, it the might. description. I'm it pretty might. sure it know. does. Hmm. I have no idea. Um, sorry, I'm just looking up something really quick. But oh, you're fine. I think pretty good finish. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I'd say that's a good finish. All right. Well, yeah, fortunately didn't have um darn i was hoping there'd be an itunes review or something that we could read out on on stream yeah but there's nothing no of course not (laughs) if you 
<laughs> if, if you are listening to us on iTunes, uh, give us a yeah, give give us a review. Tell us what you think of it. Be honest. Um, like we're not we're not saying like oh yeah, you should just definitely drop us five stars because that that's that's not genuine. Like we we want to be able to like grow and build as a as a podcast and uh what we also are looking into doing is um starting a second podcast for things for games and everything that isn't destiny so if you yeah for, for everything that isn't destiny if you want to hear that definitely let us know um it would be a rotating uh, series of uh cast members newton starlight and i would obviously be present but we also have some some friends that we'd love to bring on that aren't exactly uh like destiny fanboys like we are and they but they play other games and so we, we would also be able to dedicate like an entire hour or so talking about stardew valley uh or uh pokemon or um I like Titan. i love stardew valley but i don't think i can talk about it for an hour <laughs> <laughs> um all right so well, I'm, cur- I'm i'm currently looking for um name suggestions for this new podcast the the two I have so far is Canadian Bacon, which is actually pretty great, um, and Three Losers. So thanks, New. That was a <laughs> it's a suggestion. So yeah, uh, if you guys ever if you guys want to send those suggestions my way, you can find me at ADP Colossus on Twitter, also at ADP Colossus on Twitch. I am streaming now. It's actually getting. I think I hit twenty six followers just the other day. So that's wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm coming up on uh, coming up on the ADP channel. Have we? Uh, yeah, we are so close to being Twitch affiliate on ADP. Come on, we're so close. Today, Canada. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Herbivore. I like that. So yeah, so ADP Colossus on Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, hit me up on there. Uh, if you have any reviews, you can also send them to me. I, I'll read them out on the on air on the podcast. What about uh, Newt though? What about you? Where can people find you and the main account? Uh, you can find me on Newt's farm, uh, putting in the work to make some of that sweet, sweet star fruit wine, vino, uh, making bank that way. But you can also find me on Twitter at ADP Newt, the user three and the main account at podcast destiny on Twitter and another Destiny podcast on Spotify and YouTube and iTunes. You'll love to see it. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Oh, honestly. I guess we should also mention follow um, Starlight <laughs> at ADP Starlight on Twitter, I think. Uh, and yes, on at, Twitch. at ADP Starlight on Twitter and also on Twitch, he's at ADP Starlight. He actually mm. just got a, an L, a third, <clears throat> Elgato? third party. Yeah, he got an Elgato capture card. So he's actually going to start doing Stardew Valley streams. Yeah. So um, he is a, but, but a Wii streamer. So you guys should all go, go and check him out. Give him a follow. Uh, send, uh, send the. Um, the love his way so yeah i also uh, I, don't, I don't i don't think he's ever going to listen to this but my buddy ojimao who was uh playing with us over the weekend he's one of my new light friends uh we needed help on the, the tanix <clears throat> fight of the raid he's never done a raid before in his entire life he's still so new to the game doesn't have any of the exotics necessary to do dps uh we pulled him in to to carry um nukes and to do as much dps as possible we cleared it on the first run nice. he did an exceptional job at it mm-hmm. so just want to give him a shout out to so well done Ojimo and welcome to the welcome to the team. I'm sweating a lot right now. <laughs> My hands are so so sweaty. All right, well thanks everyone for joining. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week, hopefully with our our third wheel. And uh, remember, that's such an insult. <laughs> you always have time for another, another Destiny, Destiny podcast. <laughs> oh, another pit. <laughs>